uh, y'all coming to check the show out and I, I hope you guys have a great time. So uh, thank you so much. Act one, stage opens on a porch of an old colonial house. There are three rocking chairs on the right side. A door is found upstage to the left. There are oak trees about the property. It's a split level with a balcony on the next level above the porch. The door is a screen door. Ruth enters and sits in a chair. Uh, she is wearing an apron and takes it off before she sits down. Stephen enters wiping his head with a towel. Thank you, Ruth, for helping clean up. Oh, it was nothing, Stephen. No, no, seriously, thank you for all your help these last three days. Hey, don't thank me. Thank your mom. She was family to me and obviously to you. She went out of her way for me all the time. The least I can do is help you clean the place out. Yeah. I, I just I can't believe she's gone. Yeah, sepsis is a bitch. I just can't believe I didn't come over when I felt something. You felt something? Yeah, that night I had this thought that I should go and, uh, go and check on her. What did your wife say? She wasn't there. Why not? Well, if you must know, we got a divorce. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Yeah. Your mom didn't tell me. I didn't tell her. You didn't? Well, she seemed not to have been feeling good for a few weeks. I didn't want to burden her. Anyway, Tuesday I was supposed to... I, I wanted to check on her and I, I was just too tired. We just signed the paper that previous week, so I stayed home. But I, I had a feeling the next day. I came to find her on the ground, unconscious, so I called the paramedics. They took her to the hospital, boom! She's dead, just like that. My God, she was only 75. Well, you did all you could. I know for a fact she never took her medication sometimes. Why not? Made her drowsy. She wanted to be awake for things. She was happy to be alive. <laughs> Boy, she loved it. Loved her life, loved you and your brother. Oh, uh, yeah. Ted. Yeah, he didn't come around much. Yeah. Barely once a year, on her birthday. Left when I arrived, barely got to talk to him. You should let him know about this. Already tried. Oh, yeah? Yeah. God knows how many messages I sent him, and if he got any of my messages. She was a good lady. Quite an old dame. More than my best friend, she was a sister to me. So that makes me an aunt to you. <laughs> if you're an aunt to me, I never got a birthday card. <laughs> you need anything else? No, thank you, Ruth. Pastor enters with a binder. Mr. Holmes, oh, Mrs. Lewis, how are you today? Oh, Good. Tidying up a bit. Yes, the place has been a mess of late. I believe it. Steven's done a good job. I'm sure he has. If it's okay, I need to talk about funeral plans. Well, I'm good to head on the old dusty trail. Ruth hands Steven the apron. Thank you again, Ruth. Anything you need, just ask me. 
You bet. See you on Sunday, Father. I'll see if I've got a fiver for you. <laughs> Bless you, child. Ruth exits. Pastor and Stephen sit down in the rocking chairs. How are you holding up, my son? I'm doing. Yeah, I'm doing. I can That's imagine. About it. It's a tough road. Well, she was my mother. And quite a lady. She used to come to the food pantries and volunteer for hours. Most people did an hour slot and leave, not her. She was against leaving before she thought she had to. She used to read to the blind. She would give all the characters voices so it felt like an old radio play. Oh, she was a big part of this community. I always said she should have run for mayor. She would have won in a landslide, but she didn't want anything to do with politics. She would say, I'm too good for politics. <laughs> I don't think she was, but God knows she would have done it well, right? Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. I never knew how much she did for the city. I mean, I knew she was popular. Always. She could light up a room when she walked in. So she could. So, I think a nice big funeral's at hand. No, 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 no. Something small, I say. But she was big in the community. We could celebrate her. We could get the mayor to make it her day official, officially on the funeral day. I don't know if that's necessary. Yes, it is. A big funeral procession in town and then a reception at Tremblay's down on Lafayette Street. Father, Father, no. All I want is a wake tomorrow night and then a small service, funeral and burial on Sunday at Monaghan's. That's it. I don't need a procession thing in town or a reception at Nate Tremblay's and I don't need her to get her own national day. I just need some peace and quiet to say goodbye to my mom. I've been very busy with my own stuff. I haven't even gotten to visit her as much as I wanted to, just so I wanted to something just quiet with my mom. Is that okay? That's fine, my son. But we will still have the reception at Nate Tremblay's. Why? He owes me a favor. <laughs> fine, that's fine. All right then. All right, I got to finish cleaning out our house. Hey, you are doing her proud. I would have done her proud if I was there with her when she passed. She went by herself alone on the floor. But she's at peace now. Anyway, six to nine, good for you for the wake? Yes, that's fine. Should I be expecting your brother? Not unless pigs really can fly. Hang in there, my son. You are a good son, trust me. You know. Because one good son knows another one. Pastor exits. Stephen sits for a second as his mother, as a ghost, enters and hovers over him. Stephen. Just as Stephen hears that, Melissa enters. Hey, Stephen, is that you? Melissa, how are you doing? I'm great. <laughs> I mean, I heard about your mom. And I was just taking a walk to see the old neighborhood. Where are you living now? A new apartment complex down on Thompson Street. What? I thought you lived down on Burlington Street. <laughs> Couldn't keep it after the divorce. Divorce? Yeah, two years divorced. Uh, he liked the chase, just not the win. <sighs> but we haven't seen much of you lately. Oh, uh, a lot's going on. That's why I haven't been able to visit. Uh, oh, correct, I have not been home when she passed, you know. 
What do you mean? You know, she was alone when she went. She was by herself. She was making pasta and tea and she just went. No one was with her. Most people are by themselves. I was supposed to visit, but something came up and I just couldn't get out of it. So I told her I would see her next week. If there was maybe, I would have, I would have called 911 and got to the hospital and, you know, she'd be alive and I wouldn't have to worry about funerals or processions or cleaning out her goddamn house. I take it you haven't heard from Ted? Not in many years. Saw him a few years back and didn't say much to him. Well, why don't I help you? Well, what? Uh, no, you don't. Yes, trust me. She was wonderful to me, too. She treated me like a daughter, even more so than my own parents. Let me help you. It's, it's my burden for you. It's a privilege for me. There's so much here. I Please, let me help you. I owe you that much. You don't owe me anything. Yes, I do. Let me help. <laughs> I don't know what to say. There's nothing to say. It's all settled. I'll go change into some old clothes and I'll be right back. Exits. What does she owe me? Jimmy enters with a tennis racket. Jimmy, where are you going with that racket? Jimmy gets startled and uses his racket like a sword. Uh, who are you? Who are you? Jimmy, it's me, Stephen. Stephen? Stephen Holmes. Stephen Holmes. Oh, by George, it's great to see you. It's been ages. How are you doing? How's your mom? Uh, I don't know if you've heard. She's dead. Well, she has been walking a lot. Is she taking a nap? No, she passed away two days ago. Passed? Passed what? My house? Everyone does. It's the one on the corner over there. No, she died. Jimmy thinks and then realizes what Stephen is saying. Oh my, I'm so, I'm so sorry. It's, it's, it's okay. Jimmy wills up and begins to cry. I, I just saw her two days ago. She died two days ago. Jim is now sobbing. Jimmy, Jimmy, it's okay. Calm down. Jimmy grabs at Stephen and hugs him long and hard. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy. I, I knew her so well, and she was your mom, and she was wonderful, and she was your mom, man. Yes. Yes, she was. Oh, I am going to help you. Oh, that's... Not necessary. It is. It is necessary. I know what's necessary, and this is necessary. Uh, it's not. There's not much here, and hopefully Ted shows up at some point. Oh, Ted. Yes, your brother. Oh, sure. You remember him. Well, I... Uh, no, it's okay. Uh, you were best friends, so I can imagine you'd remember uh, him. But I, um... No, no, it's fine. You just... He just hasn't shown up yet, and I, I figured he would. Look, I appreciate your offer to help, but I should be able to handle this on my own. 
understand? 100%. But you let me know if you need any kind of help. Yes, Jimmy, I, I will. She was a dynamite lady. Yes, she was. Who are we talking about? My mother. Oh, dynamite lady. You just said that. Said what? She was a dynamite lady. Who? My mom. She was a dynamite. Okay. Oh, I'm going to go back to work. I'll see you later. All right. See you later, George. Stephen looks back to watch him go, looking like he's going to say something, but lets him go. Stephen goes into the house as a motorcycle is heard in the distance. Then it comes from the right side. Ted is on the bike, looking like he's right out of grease. He stops and turns the motorcycle off and looks around and takes his sunglasses off. Stephen enters, holding a box from the house. What the hell is this? Uh, long time, no. Long time, Stephen. I didn't think you'd actually show. Hey, anything from mom? Now, let me look at you. You gain weight. Huh. Yeah, I miss you too. No, I'm serious. Just probably concerned, but you're getting a little wide around the old belly there, little buddy. Really concerned? Just concerned you might get yourself type 1 and type 2 diabetes. Since when have you been concerned? We haven't seen each other in a few years. Well, I wrote. You wrote? Yes. When did you write? At some point. When? There was a point where I wrote a letter and sent it. It was me who wrote it and me who was sending it. A letter was being written, it was written and sent, and it was me who was writing it and sending it. There was no letter and you know it. Oh, how you know me. Oh, I wish I really did. Oh God, don't, don't start this again. You left right when I was looking at you. Please, let's not do this again. I'm home. Deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so why are you here? Uh, excuse me. My mother died. I loved her, and I was her firstborn. Can I help you? T didn't seem it. Now, what does that mean? Where have you been? What? Well, what? What? Where have you uh... been? You haven't visited in years. I've been watching out for our mother all this time. I visited her, I cared for her, I have been here. Then why is she dead? I, I couldn't get here the night she died. Well, why weren't you there? Not important. Oh, too busy having fun with your wife, huh? That's none of your business. A romantic night. Oh. She left me. Really? No, we're divorced. Look, yes, I haven't been here, but I am here now to help you and plan things. Don't you worry, I got this. Well, when are things? Don't worry about it. Well, at least, the least I can do is help you clean out the house. I got this. No, it's a big house, you'll need my help. Half this shit is my stuff anyway. Ted, trust me, you'll quit after an hour. Nah, there's plenty of decisions to be made, like, um, oh, what's this? Ted points to the box as Stephen opens it and begins going through things. I don't know, actually. Oh, you haven't gone through it yet? Yeah, I've been kind of busy. 
you're always busy. And God forbid you're asked to do anything for any reason for two seconds. Steven pulls out an Oscar. What the? What the what? What? Uh, it's an Oscar. Yes, I can see that. It's a lead actress Oscar. Yes, I can read. This is a random thing to happen among all this stuff. Uh, some families have war medals. Our family has an Oscar. It's a weird, crazy world. It's not even in her name. Oh, no, it's not. It's, it's uh, in the name of Marilyn London. Oh, that's a crazy random happenstance, my friend. Did you know about this? No, I, I don't know. No, but it seems like something some people might have and could get a lot of money for. Look, why don't you go peace out now? Okay, there's an Oscar in my midst. I cannot peace out where there's an Oscar in our grasp. Well, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. Exactly. We'll figure it out together. And by that, I mean we will sell it together, and I am very good at selling some old useless crap. Wait, wait, Ted. Is my room still up there? Well, yeah, but you know, that never changed anything. Then it's all set. Wait! I'm staying here. Hey, it's cheaper than a hotel. Ted! <laughs> Brothers under the same house, like old times, I Exit. guess. Ted! Oh, great. End of act one. Act two. Scene opens as Stephen exits the house and sits on a rocking chair. There are more boxes on the porch and Stephen is exhausted. He sits down and rests as the ghost of his mother enters. She's looking at him about to speak as Melissa enters. How goes it? Uh, it's, uh, it's going indeed. You've been doing all this yourself? Of course. I got started at eight, uh, right after breakfast. You were always an early riser. <laughs> yeah, I just like getting stuff done and then having the afternoon off. I enjoy my sleep. Most people do. I can't sleep for long periods of time. My mind always wakes me up at eight every morning. I can't sleep and never have been able to. It's just, just my weird mind. <laughs> That's cute. Ah, uh, thanks. Well, it's now noon. Want some help? Sure. Uh, could always use another hand since you know who's no help. Yeah, I saw he was home. He was upstairs talking to himself about things. Yeah. Ah, just like old times. <laughs> but wait, uh, how did you know that? Ted was always a out loud thinker. I would hear him from next door talking things through with himself. Oh, he used to walk around in the garage talking to him talking to himself too. Yeah, he used to do that in my room too, right after torturing and beating me up. He wasn't that bad. You don't remember that well, do you? <laughs> remember what? When he used to pin me down, you know, give me <laughs> wet willies. Oh, that's normal brother stuff. <laughs> call me a lard ass. Because of your weight? Yeah. He would always make fun of me because of my weight. He would tie me up and eat McDonald's while not giving me any food, not realizing. I hate McDonald's. Anytime 
Mom would yell at us to clean the room. He never did any of it. He would make me do it. All of it. He wouldn't help? Yeah, just like old times. He would not, doesn't want to help and wants an opinion on what we do with the items we find. Well, isn't it just pictures and clothes and old paperwork? Well, that's not all. What else is there? Don't let Ted know I told you. Just, just keep this between us. Okay. We found an, an Oscar in her stuff yesterday. An Oscar? Yeah. You know, an Academy Award? Wait. <laughs> really? Like a real Oscar? Like the golden statue thingy? Yeah. Uh, the golden statue thingy. One of those was in her stuff. He's probably fake. No, it was real. I had to just hold it with two hands. It was too heavy. Wait, are you serious? 100% real. An Oscar. I, I didn't know she was in the business. She wasn't. Uh, the name on the Oscar isn't her name. What? On the Oscar, it's not her name. What's the name on the Oscar? Um, Marilyn, uh, Marilyn London. Marilyn London. Hmm. Why would she have an Oscar in her possession with someone else's name on it? Yeah, I, you got me on that. I have myself on that. What are you going to do with it? Well, I, I can't throw it away. Sure. And I can't sell it at a yard sale. That would be stupid. So I'm not sure what I'll do. What well, you'll do with what? Hey, you're up. <laughs> Oh, how can I sleep with all the noise? Jesus. Oh, Melissa. Long time, huh? Uh, not long enough. Still, you're still getting around, huh? Yeah. What does that even mean? Oh, I think you know. <laughs> Steven. I heard you got divorced. Yeah, I did. You get tired of your cheating? I never cheated on anyone. Mm, you tell yourself that to make you feel better. Are you already high? You know, cocaine doesn't snort itself. Listen, Stephen, I gotta go. Why? Uh, my stomach doesn't feel quite right, but I'll catch up with you later. See you. Exits. Bye. Yeah, you still got a thing for her, huh? I never had a thing for her. Oh, come on. It wasn't a secret. And your pants say differently. Steven looks oh. down but sees nothing. Oh, shut up! Gross! <laughs> you still got your V-card, huh? Hey, no, 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 no. I'm not a virgin. Oh, sure, now, but then. I didn't think you even talked to a girl, much less kissed one. I was waiting for the right one. I got news for you. Melissa ain't that, kiddo. Isn't what? The right one. Once a slut, always a slut. You can take the girl out of Hicksville, but you can't. You know the rest. Well, she was nice to me when I talked to her. Yes, she was. Look, are you going to help me with this stuff? Are we going to talk about Mr. Goldbar? What's to talk about? It belongs to the Academy. I don't want who is this Miss London to, so the Oscar goes back to the Academy. Oh, God. That's a great idea. Except it sucks. Why? Let's make some money off of it. 
Money? Yeah, money. You know what money is? You can buy cool shit with it. Hey, you could even buy a woman for yourself. What? No, you want to sell it? eBay is right for making plenty of moolah. Anyone would pay handsomely for this. Wait a minute. You don't care about the legacy of this Miss London? Uh, no. And I'll tell you why. I have no idea who that is. Only do I, but I... But she, she might have a legacy. Yeah. I don't fucking care. All right? Mom left us with nothing but this house, which if we sell it, it's not going to go for what it's worth. Who says we're going to sell it? Oh, no. We're keeping the house. I'm keeping the house. Why is it that you decide? You're never here. This isn't up for discussion. We're selling the Oscar and this house and in that order. Wait, wait, no, no, no. What makes you the authority of all of a sudden? Yeah, I'm the oldest. Mom left it to both of us. But you're never there, okay? You're never No, here. no, yeah. You should talk. You took off the minute you could. Oh, please, you didn't miss me. Like hell, I didn't. Well, why didn't you call? Why didn't you get a phone? Look, look, look. I don't give a shit. Mom left us nothing. Bunch of knickknacks and tchotchkes and old shit and an old piece of shit eyesore in the middle of Mayberry-ass town. But she did leave us an Oscar. And with that Oscar, ooh, I can fix up my ride, maybe even get a new one, and get the fuck out of here. And you do whatever it is you do with things. Give it to charity or the Sisters of No Mercy. That's a metal band. Whatever. This is our chance to have money we never had. Look, that Oscar goes back to the Academy and the house stays with me. And that's your final answer. Yes. Well, well you know what? You're fucked. All right? Fucked, fucked, fucked. You can't see an opportunity in front of your face. No wonder your wife left you. Ted begins to leave on his bike. Where are you going? For a ride. I'll be back after I talk to a few people who have mansions and millions of cars and could give millions for a hunk of gold bullshit. We are not selling it! Fuck you. Ted rides off as Steven stands there in amazement. Jimmy enters with a popsicle in his hand. He loves that bike. But the only thing he loves besides himself! I suppose. Uh, hi, Jimmy. Hi. Jeez, what's all this stuff? You moving in? No. This is my mom's house. I'm moving this stuff out. Does she know? Jimmy, she's dead, remember? Oh, oh. Yeah, sorry. It's it's okay. You need some help? Because I can help you. No, no, I, I think I'm fine. No, seriously, I'm a big help. I think I've got it all under control. Uh, thank you. Jimmy looks sad. <clears throat> of course, of course you can help. Jimmy becomes happy. Why don't you find me a trash bag? For? For trash things. I need to throw away. Oh, good idea. I, I got a bunch at my house. Starts to leave. I'll be right back. Take your time. 
Pastor enters. Ah, Stephen, my son, I was hoping you were at home. You don't have time to go anywhere else, Father. Are you holding up? Lots of work, Padre. Yes, it is, but it's all for the good. Is it? Do you think she realized I'd have to go through all of this shit stuff when she went? Sometimes people maintain a sense of humor through life. Yeah, well, Mom had a lot of that. <laughs> we can hardly know what they were thinking. My mother left me a garage full of old paintings and fruit. Why? She liked paintings of fruit. I'm not sure why. <laughs> she should have had paintings of nuts. <laughs> have you, uh, have you come to a reconciliation with your brother? Oh, wait, how did you know he was in town? Oh, he flipped me off last night when he came in. Uh, father, I'm, I'm sorry. Don't be, I get it from the atheist all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Unfortunately, things are still the same between Ted and me. Some things just never seem to change. But some things can get better if you work on it. Yeah, well, that's a full-time job, Padre. That's life. He still doesn't know what he did to me when he left. And you never told him? No. Then tell him. Communication has never been our strong suit. Well, you must forgive to move on. Tell him that. I have tried. In between him flipping me off, you know? Yeah. Melissa enters. Uh, Mr. Happy Gone Yet? Went for a ride. And Pastor just came by to talk. Good to see you, Father. Good to see you too, my child. Anyway, I have to go. Think about what I told you. I will. And I'll see you in a few hours? You'll see me. Ted won't be there. I'm sure he will. He doesn't know about it. And who knows when he'll be back from his ride. Oh. Well, I'll see you tonight, then. See you tonight, Father. Farewell, my dear. See you later. Pastor exits. Melissa moves closer to Stephen. So, it, tonight is the night. The wake? Yeah. Have you even had a moment to yourself? No, not even. I don't think I even, I haven't even thought about it. What do you mean? Well, between trying to organize the services, dealing with Ted, and thinking about this Oscar, I, I haven't even had a chance to think about my mom. I don't know why she didn't slow down. I know she didn't take her medication. She would give everyone advice about the medication they should take, but never take her own advice. Ever since I was a kid, she would take Tylenol, make me take the Tylenol. No, just me, the Tylenol, if I was sick. But if she was sick, she can't be bothered to take her medication at all. It was supposed to make her feel better. She just acted like there was nothing was wrong. She was good at doing that. Acting like nothing was wrong. But something was wrong, clearly. But she would never admit it. Just merrily go along. That was mom. God, I, I, I don't know. 
It's okay. She lived a good life. How do you know? I came to visit her every day after work. Yeah, see, my mom died right after you left. And your mom was there for me every minute. She would make me dinner and treat me like her own. I felt that I needed to pay her back for that kindness. I didn't know that. You weren't here when I came to visit. I figured you didn't want to see me. Why wouldn't I want to see you? I figured you would still be mad at me. Why? For dating Ted. Why would I be mad at you for that? I, I know you had a big crush on me. No, I did not. Melissa gives him a look. Oh, okay. Maybe I did. So what? I know how jealous guys are with already taken women. I just wish he treated you properly. You deserved a better man. <laughs> Never had one. After Ted left, I met Roger, who is an ass, and we got married. And then after years of mental abuse and him calling me every name in the book, we divorced. And after that, I gave up on love and hope. And I watched over my mother as she was dying and then watched over your mom as she was dying. And I figured that was my life. It, it took you two years to get away from him? Sometimes it's not that easy. I guess. Wasn't it hard to leave your wife, well, ex-wife? She left me. What? She left me. She left me for her hot yoga instructor. Dude from Guatemala who isn't even a citizen and could crush pineapples with his thighs. Jesus. I know, right? It, 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 he's, he's called Eduardo. Mm. Oh, Jesus, why, why would she leave you? You're a good guy. You know, I don't feel like it sometimes. You are. They move in closer as if they're about to kiss. Jimmy re-enters. I have been racking my brain. What did you need again? Well, that was predictable. Don't worry about it. I have to go to the funeral home for the wake and get things ready. Oh, if you want, I'll sit next to you at the wake. Really? I keep you company. I, I mean, she was like another mom to me. Okay, let's go then. Jimmy, see you there? They exit to the left as Jimmy stands there still thinking. Okay. Where? <laughs> at the wake. At the wake. Uh, right, okay, at the wake. I'll have to get ready. Oh, I guess this outfit is fine. Motorcycle enters with Ted on it. Ted? Jimmy, buddy, how's it hanging? Uh, fine. You smell like cough medicine. It's called liquor, Jimmy. It numbs the brain and the feelings until everything is gone except love. Oh, I should try it. 
No, 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 no not for you, buddy. Not for oh. you. Oh, okay. Uh, and where's this no-account uh, brother of mine? Uh, he went off to uh, sleep. What? Asleep? No, no. Oh, uh, awake? Awake? Who's wake? Mom's wake? Your mom died? He didn't tell me. Yeah, well, fuck that, right? I can't go, huh? Uh, <sighs> can you give me a ride to the wake? No, I can't give you a ride. Ah. Yes, yes, I can. Let's let's crash that lot. <laughs> crash? Won't we get hurt? <laughs> For them, yes. Uh, come on, Jimmy. Exits. Lights down. Scene changes to a funeral parlor. There are people in line. Stephen, Pastor, and Melissa are in the center of the stage talking to people in line. Such a great turnout. Uh, yeah, I can't believe this many people knew my mother. I told you she could have run for mayor. This many people loved your mother. It's so great. How are you doing? I'm standing, right? I'm still standing. <laughs> Most of your weight is on me, but sure. <laughs> Ruth enters. This is so beautiful. She would have loved this, Stephen. I, I hope you're right. The whole town is here. Well, for the most part. I should get my notes ready for what I'm going to say. Jimmy runs in. Uh, hey, Peter. Sorry I'm late. Jimmy, it's Steven, and it, it, it's okay. What's wrong? Well, I got a ride here. Okay. From Ted. What? <laughs> joyful, joyful. We adore ye. God of mercy, God fucks you. Ted, what are you doing here? Oh, that's right. You didn't want me here. Well, this is my mother's wake, so I think I should have made an appearance. Well, everyone is welcome. Shut it, Reverend. Cannot begin to explain how fucking ripshit I am that this was kept from me. Me! She was my fucking mother too, brother. And I was her son too, brother. You never acted like it. Steven, Steve let's just let him be. He, he's not worth it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not... I found out that I'm not worth it. <laughs> I was not worth school or a job or your love, Melissa. Huh? What? Did she ever tell you the real, the real reason she dumped me was because she was so hung up on you, brother? What? Yeah, you're so hung up on yourself, you couldn't see the same thing in front of your face. How would you know? You left! Oh yes, poor me. My father left. My brother left. I'm so pathetic. Let me tell you something, Junior. You are not the center of the world. Before you came, everyone was happy. We lived in a big house. We had famous friends. We could go to the Brown Derby anytime without reservations. What are you talking about? We had it all. You, you ended it for us. You are drunk. Drunk with power. Hey, everyone, anyone wants to pay top dollar? We have an Oscar in the house for sale. Ted! A real life Oscar, gold statue thingy in our house, it's for sale. Ted, stop it! No, fuck you, it's half mine. 
and I was there when she got it. What are you talking about? The Oscar's hers, genius. What? It's hers. She won an Oscar. She would have won more, but when you were born, she decided to give it all up. The parties, the people, the brown derby. It's all your fault. You selfish, ruined it all. You ruined my life, and fuck you. Head collapses. Oh my God. Yes, sir. Call 911, someone please. Uh, what happened? Head fuck, don't, don't you tell me, you asshole. Hello. Yes, we need an ambulance right away, please. You don't you fucking die on me. Lights down, end of act two. Okay, we're gonna take a five minute break.
Act three. Scene opens in a hospital waiting room. There are four chairs and a coffee table with magazines on it. Stephen sits with Melissa next to him, rubbing his back, and the pastor reading through a Highlights magazine. Why don't they have People magazine? I haven't read the new issue yet. Father, can you find the doctor? If they need us, they know we're here. If I have to listen to you gossip, talk gossip, and articles, and highlight, why, do they have, why don't they have people I'm going to lose my shit? Find the doctor. Father. All right, my child. Maybe I'll find a snack bar. Would you like anything? Father. On my way. Exits. Stephen is silent. What the fuck just happened? So Ted got drunk and passed out, and we called the ambulance. Oh, that was rhetorical. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe Ted never told me the truth. He lied to me. Not the only one. What? Stephen, Ted was right. Um, the only reason I was with him was to get closer to you. What? I had the biggest crush on you. I just didn't think you'd be interested. I didn't think I would, I'd be good enough for you. And so I went with the bad boys because I assumed I deserved them. And not a good guy like you. I wish you were my first for everything. Wow. Mm. This is not the right time at all. Oh, a few years late. The only thing I've ever wanted to do was, was hold you in my arms. I married my ex-wife because I thought she was you. She wasn't. Too much like me? Not even close to you. I, I actually think I love you. I know. I love you too. They kiss as a nurse enters. Excuse me? Yes. Your brother is awake now. He's alive and he's going to be fine. Oh, thank God. But he should go into rehab. His liver is not looking good. If he drinks alcohol again, he'll only have a year to live. Oh. Oh, really? Oh, oh, wow. Here's the name of a good local place he can go. Get him there in a few days. Thank you. Can I see him? Follow me. Look, why don't you stay here? You came in my car. Oh, that's right. Go, see Ted. I'll wait here, and when you get back, I'll drive us home. Okay. I'll be back. Stephen walks over to a small hospital room. Ted is in the bed, hooked up to all kinds of medical equipment. Hey. Hey. You ever see uh, Leaving Las Vegas? Yeah, that Nicolas Cage movie? Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. They'll release me uh, tonight. And tomorrow? 
so that I can get out of here, out of this room, out of this hospital, out of this town. You know, you are fucking selfish. You leave because this didn't, this didn't go your way. You drink because things don't go your way. You fight because you don't get your way. I mean, life seems not to go your way, so here you are. Don't fucking do this. I'm sick. You're an alcoholic. And that's your fault. Sure. Blame everything on me. You abandon me. Don't be a child. You abandon me. You left and you didn't miss me. Wow. You really don't know. Don't know what? I looked up to you. I wanted to hang out with you every moment of every day. You wanted to hang with Jimmy or Melissa. I thought there was something wrong with me. Not me for my brother not wanting to do anything with me. When you left, I was crushed. Even more than when dad left. You were supposed to be my best friend, my partner in crime. And I don't even know you because you left me. You abandoned me. Everything else is snake house crap. You abandoned me and you abandoned mom. So sorry, I don't feel sorry. And you think life has kicked you in the nuts? You kicked me in mine. The Oscar is hers, Stephen. What? The Oscar's hers. Her stage name was Marilyn London. She was a contract player for RKO. And then she got a lead in The Way Things Could Be. The movie was a gold mine for MGM. She was nominated and won an Oscar for Best Leading Actress. The night of the Oscars, she found out she was pregnant with you. She's de she decided that night she couldn't do any better after winning an Oscar. So we left LA, came home to butt fuck nowhere. I was seven. I remember those parties, the sets, the fame. I was hoping I would get a leg in and follow mom into work in Hollywood, but we left. And mom didn't miss it. I missed it. And Dad did too, and that's why you left. It wasn't another woman or some other affair, it was the fame. And he was an asshole, by the way, so he left because the fame dried up. Then at 16, I followed him. I just, I couldn't get those awesome times out of my head. I was sad and angry, and I, I, I took it out on you, and, and I shouldn't have. All I wanted after Hollywood was um, a brother. I was ecstatic that I was gonna have a baby brother, but I was soon diminished when she decided to leave it all behind. But I wanted a brother, someone to hang out with on sets. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I, I wasn't a brother to you. It's not your fault mom left. She was done. She didn't miss it. 
I was just looking for purpose. And that's why I left. I'm sorry too. So, what do we do now? I'll come and get you tomorrow. And then? Take it from there. I need help. You know, I have problems. I know. So what do I do? I'll get you help. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll help you also. Well, why? We're brothers. Lights down. Scene changes back to the house the next day afternoon. Stephen is on the porch and the pastor enters. So how is he? Uh, I, I, I brought him back early this evening. Um, the morning, I meant to say. He's been asleep the whole time. Uh, it was like carrying a baby into the house. How so? He was crying, and he meant it. How are you? Well, we'll see you when he wakes up. Did you tell him? I did. And he told me why he left. Now the healing can begin. Yeah. If he stays... I move the funeral to tomorrow. Thank you. I expect you at nine? Yes. Both of us. You know, I had a brother who was very similar to Ted. Yeah? We didn't get along or see eye to eye on pretty much anything. So, what happened? Out of the blue, he called me one day and wanted to have lunch the next day and, you know, talk about old times. And what happened at the lunch? The lunch never took place. He died of a drug over, drug overdose that night. I never got to say goodbye to him. Never got to know him as a grown-up, as a man. Cherish your brother. You only get one, and sometimes not for that long. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Pastor gets up and shakes his hand and exits as Jimmy comes walking up. Steven, I'm so sorry. Why are you sorry? I just heard your mom died. Jimmy? I'm kidding. If I hadn't told Ted about the funeral, he never would have come and- Don't, don't worry about it, Jimmy. I'm not mad at you. You two were always so close and I was envious of that, I guess. Me and Ted? Ted and you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we never hung out. I couldn't get the two of you away from each other. Oh, God. Your memory is really that bad, huh? No, no, I'm serious. You two were thick as thieves and left me in the dust. I was envious of you two. I know I'm not the smartest man in the world or even in town, but... I know and remember the truth, and you two were great friends, even if you don't remember. Really? Still am envious of you. Well, um, the funeral is tomorrow. 
Stephen looks at Jimmy as Jimmy looks confused. Uh, just kidding. I'll see you. Exits. Melissa enters. You're awake. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to call you. She goes over and wraps her arms around him and kisses him. I adore you. <laughs> yeah, I'm really quite something. How's Ted? Sleeping. He'll be okay. You two going to be okay? Let's see. You going to stay around? Well, I figured I'd, I'd fix the house up. Maybe it'll, it will feel like home again. It always feels like home because you are in it. Right. Well, the funeral is tomorrow. I'll be there by your side. You will? Always. Thank you. God bless you. I didn't sneeze. He embraces head enters. Oh, you two lovebirds. Sorry. No. I'm happy for you guys. And Melissa, I, I, I didn't mean anything about what I said about you. You deserve a, a good guy. You think? Always did. And Steve, my, my no-account brother here, he's the best around. I know. I'll see you guys later. Melissa, I, I'm really sorry. Me too, Ted. Ted and Melissa hug as Melissa exits. Ted walks up to Stephen. They sit down on the rocking chairs. How long have I been asleep? About 20 years. Oh, boy. Sobriety sucks. Yeah, and you barely have 24 hours there, friend. <laughs> really? But I had a week. Yeah, in your dreams. <sighs> I, um... I don't really recognize what this place was. What do you mean? This place was always a nuisance to me, a barrier down great from the old life. And what is it now? I don't know. Memories? Maybe home? Here is the address of a great rehab place. It's local, so when you are done, you can come back home. You couldn't get me a place in Florida? Yeah, because you can really get sober in Florida. 90 days stay. 120 days stay with one week in detox, then 90 days in a halfway house as a transitional period. And then what? I mean, what? Then I'm on my own again? Hmm? No. Like I said, you can come back home. Home? Yeah. Here, if you like. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm divorced and I need a place to stay and there's no mortgage and the taxes here aren't too bad. And um, what about Melissa? And Melissa, I'll be here if you want to come back. I get my own room? Of course. What do you say? <sighs> Spent my life running away from you. Now it turns out I, I needed you the whole time. No. And you'll be here. 
I'm your brother. Well, I guess then that makes me your brother too. They hug as Ted realizes. Oh, fuck. What? What's what about wrong? the Oscar? What about the Oscar? What? You still want to sell it? <laughs> you still want to give it back to the Academy? Yeah, but there's always a compromise. Yeah? Yeah, I might have an idea. Well, tell me. Stephen whispers in his ear. Ooh, I like that. Scene changes to the funeral parlor, the day of the funeral. People are sitting and pastor enters. Melissa and Jimmy are sitting next to Ted and Stephen with the casket behind them. Welcome all. We are here to celebrate Mary Catherine Jones, our dearly departed friend. She was a big member of our community, always with a laugh. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Who shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear, though war should rise against me. And this will I be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Mother Ghost enters and sits next to Ted and Stephen, and both of them see her. Hello, boys. Are you seeing this? It's a ghost. I'm not Casper, you two fools. Sorry. Why did it take you two so long to actually talk to each other like brothers? I guess I took it personally. Yeah, you did. You know it wasn't because Stephen came around that I decided to leave Hollywood. It was because of both of you, to say nothing of the fact that I got tired of it. It wasn't my fault? No, and your father was a schmuck. I didn't really love him. The studio gave him to me, forced me to marry him like they did back in the day. The only real thing he gave me was you two, and I was fine being single forever. Dad was an asshole. Yes, he was. Well, Ted and I talked last night, and we will continue to talk. Well, you two finally reconciled. That's good. It was about time. I miss you both. You two were my true loves. I want you to know that. You two needed each other. And I don't miss Hollywood, the casting couch, the crappy locations, the fact that they would pay me less than less talented male actors. I was glad I got out of there alive. No, acting was not my true love. You two were. You two were my Oscars. I love you both, and I want you to take care of each other. Mary kisses them both and then steps into the casket. So as I walk into the valley of death, I have nothing to fear. I will live forever. 
Rest in peace, Mary. Stephen and Ted get up. Stephen has been holding Melissa's hand. They both take the Oscar out and hold it together. Are you sure about this? Terrence should remain with her. They place the Oscar in the casket with Mary holding it. I love you, Mom. I love you, Mom. I'm sorry. Funeral music plays as they step back and they walk toward the audience. Stephen kisses Melissa, then everyone exits except Stephen and Ted. Stephen extends his hand and Ted hugs Stephen as lights dim. End of act three, the end. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was And the Oscar Goes To. Andrew Quinney was Stephen. Janet was Melissa. Fernando was our pastor. Uh, Phil was Jimmy. And Jackie was our stage uh, direction leader. Ruth and Mary, <laughs> triple, uh, triple duty. I was the playwright, Matthew, and I'm also uh, playing Ted. Um, big round of applause. I know no one can hear it, but please, big round of applause for this cast. This is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful cast. Um, this was a lot of fun. I, I appreciate everyone coming. I appreciate my cast for agreeing to do this. Um, like I said, it was a premiere, so this is the first time this has been seen anywhere. Um, again, if you missed any part of it, it will go on audio only on the podcast, everything you never need to know about movies, music, and theater, um, and then uh, subsequently on YouTube. Any of my cast members have any shout outs or uh, anything they want to plug in the upcoming uh, weeks or months or anything? Yes, I would like to thank everyone that came to see our show. Um, I've got in a couple of weeks a uh, play called Curtain Call. Mm -hmm. Also, stay tuned because we have other um, uh, podcasts coming up. Um, Movie Critic is what it's called. So uh, well, we, haven't, uh, well, we haven't announced that yet, Quinny. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's announced. Okay, I'll talk about it later. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. <laughs> okay. Um, Let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah. Um, any other shout outs? Anyone doing anything? Um, Fernanda, do you have any uh, things coming up? Or Sorry, no? I couldn't unmute myself. No, I don't have anything coming up. Um, any performances coming up. But thank you everyone for coming out. Uh, it was a lot of fun to get to work with Matt and the script is great. And so hopefully that we get to do this live soon with people in the room with us. But thanks again, everyone for coming. That'll be fun. Uh, Phil, anything you want to plug? Um, I probably should. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, the North Shore players are holding auditions for The Importance of Being Earnest. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, that's going to be directed by Dylan Turner, uh, for anyone who's nice. familiar with him. Nice. Awesome. Uh, Jackie, anything you want to plug or anything coming up? I know you do some stuff with uh, theater at first, so. Um. No, I got nothing. Not right now. Thank you, though. <laughs> okay. Um, Janet, anything? Uh, nope, nothing coming up. Okay. Well, that's okay. So, uh, like I said, this will be on later. Um, it's on my podcast, so you can find it wherever uh, 
podcast, uh, you find your podcast, CastBox or, or Anchor. It's called Any, Everything You Never Need to Know About Movies, Music, and Theater. The other subsequent plays that were part of the series um, could, can be found there as well. Um, so next Sunday will be, right now, the last scheduled um, play that I have coming up. It's called Curtain Call, which actually today, a year ago, premiered at uh, Acting Out. Uh, so that would be next Sunday, uh, usual time, usual place, uh, Zoom. Uh, the event is on on Facebook, and if anyone needs the um, the uh, what you call it, uh, uh, Zoom link, I can send that out. Um, and uh, beyond that, uh, my buddy Chris has a podcast called Mass Mouse Fans. If you want to check that out, it's uh, talking about different Disney World. Uh, uh, activities and things uh, so it's a great podcast um, but again once again I really want to appreciate it I'm, this cast this everyone coming to see it um, very proud of this um, and I'm very proud of this cast um, if I were to happen to be able to or with things the way they are if I'm able to get this on stage I would love to have the same exact cast in place to do it again, maybe recast Ted, so I don't have to, so you don't have to deal with my terrible acting. But I really want to appreciate. I really want to pre uh, say to everyone how much I loved that you came here. Um, but I hope you have a great, great night. Take care of all. Your when you're looking to plan your next Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise Line vacation, we suggest you reach out to Danielle Elliott at Marvelous Mouse Travels. Danielle is a long. A lifelong Disney enthusiast, a former Walt Disney World cast member, and a graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge. When you book with her, your booking includes 100% free concierge level services, uh, some of which include customizing the perfect Disney vacation package for you and your family and your budget, uh, booking those difficult to secure fast passes and dining reservations, uh, providing tips and tricks to get out the most of your vacation and more. Uh, Danielle also monitors Disney promotions to help you save money for those uh, Disney trip veterans still be in control of all the details. Danielle will take care of all your needs so you can have all the fun and truly say akuna Matata throughout your time at Disney. Contact her for your free quote at danielle.elliot at marvelousmousetravels, one word, dot com, or by messenger, messen, messaging her on her Facebook page.